So, Cody, starting out, man, we've done a few podcasts together. Uh, I believe the last one we did was right before uh, Allstate, correct? Correct. Um, July. And back in July, uh, a lot of good responses uh, from that video. I think, you know, when we do stuff like that, I think it's real educational, too, to see, you know, kind of the coach's point of view. Uh, so, moving forward with that uh, kind of that mentality, man, you had a hell of a season this year, man. What, what, I, what I enjoy uh, about watching you coach is sometimes I think you're able to convince people they can go a little bit farther, a lot farther. You know what I mean? And your mentality, you start off the season, hey, it's state. We're going to win state. I know we can win state, you know, and then we end up winning dual state. You know what I mean? What in your mind went through that process and what's some key things you had to do to, you know, make that dream a reality? Dude, uh, I don't know. Just a lot of things I said when I first came in here about like the very first year, like, and it was, it's farce to say it being in the same class with Tuttle and uh, some of the powerhouses we were in with. But uh, man, I, I wanted to win. I expected to win. I was trying to convince these kids that we could, uh, we could compete at the highest level. And we had a few kids that could compete at that high level, but as a team, we weren't there yet. And uh, I don't know, just me, as far as me growing as a coach and trusting that whole process of just, our program growing and being at the point where, you know, this year looking at it, I, I meant it more than I ever meant it. Looking at them kids uh, starting day one of preseason, hey, we're going to win a state championship this year um, if we do everything right and if we work hard and if we start envisioning it now, you know, and uh, that's something that was just huge for me growing up as an athlete, uh, just seeing things come into reality in front of me, you know, and uh, I can't tell you how many times I, I sit there. Uh, whether if I'm working out or just daydreaming or, or, or envisioning something, you know, how many times I've envisioned that moment of seeing my team win a state championship, seeing myself as a coach and seeing my staff celebrate a state championship, you know, and uh, it was awesome. It, it was cool. And to see the way the kids reacted and responded and uh, and just bought in, you know, we talked about that a lot in our previous podcast, getting kids to uh, – to buy in and to believe in the whole system here. And uh, more than ever, we have kids that believe and bought in. It's cool, we're in a good place. For district championship, you know, it didn't go our way, but we ended up still going. Do you want to touch on that any at all? Or? Yeah, uh, it ended up, man, number one and number two team in the state are in the same district, which was unfortunate, but uh, it is what it is. And uh, it was a good duel and uh, just ended up, they wrestled a wrestler um, that wasn't supposed to wrestle and it changed the outcome of the duel. And, and in the end, it changes the whole dynamics of things and um, not how uh, you want things to play out. But in the end, we try to make sure we do everything right. Kids try to make sure they do everything right. And we took full advantage of it and were able to go capture a state championship. It was awesome. I think one thing that, you know, about that, Cody, is, is, I think our, you know, the attitude going into that stuff, you'd already kind of talked to us coaches and, and just said, look, this ain't going to define our season either way. You know, we still got a, a full season. to fi We got a season to finish going in, you know, after it didn't go our way, talking to them. I think we was, you know, still in the right mindset. Yeah. Having that positive the, mindset, you know, that was good for us. Yeah, absolutely. Like just trying to jump on, not talk over you, but jump on to the same thing is uh, we were just in the move on perseverance mindset, you know, next thing forward, just how we were the whole entire season. Um, and it's just, like I said, the things we try to instill around here as far as mindset, just things don't go your way in a match. They don't go your way in a season. They don't go your way in life. Just bounce back and uh, get ready, get ready to go for the next thing. Cool. And we, had, we had a fantastic weekend after that. I ended up winning the Carl after. Carl Albert tournament yep. and uh, 
that was cool. That was like a, a very big moment for our team. I feel like we uh, came together and wrestled really well, won some big matches, and like winning some of those matches at the Carl Albert tournament was crucial for us because it gave us good seating at regionals. And when you have good seating at regionals, you're able to get off with a good first round, a good second round, you know, and push those kids into position to qualify. So it was just a it was a good moment for our team. The Carl Albert tournament was we beat some really good teams and. Uh, like when I saw that, you know, it just kind of helped re reconfirm, you know, where we can go win this thing. Specky, you have anything you want to add in there? No, I just think uh, you know, kind of showed like the things that you're doing in this room as far as building mental toughness to kind of go through that kind of low uh, of that losing that duel uh, rebound real quickly uh, and come through that Carl Albert tournament team champions. Like just kind of showed the you know perseverance of our kids and what kind of their mindset was for the rest of the season. Absolutely. As far as when the news come in, Cody, that, you know, we was going, how did you present that to the team? I mean, we was just straight up with them. They kind of already knew that, I mean, just something was in that whole situation. And uh, he just said, hey, um, we we need to go beat Southeast. We had another duel with Southeast. We need to go win that and just back to training. We trained hard that day. Kids trained a little bit harder, you know. Just, just kind of a new life, and uh, like I said, new new life, but it was still go back to practice, keep working, do all the right things, get ready for the next event because, you know, we had a good Carl Albert tournament, then we went and took one from Marlowe on Tuesday, so right. it's the highs and lows of the season <laughs> that we talk about a lot, and yeah. uh, you, any, any, I mean, there's no excuses. We went and took one from them, you know. Yeah. I think we can match up better in situations and get – Better results from that duel, yes, but no, we didn't. We went and took one on a Tuesday, and it is what it is. Not in our class, a team that, you know, doesn't matter when it comes to state tournament, but I want to win every one of them. No, 100%. And Andy does a fantastic job over there. Just in the end, the results speak for themselves, you know. Like I said, uh, I, I I love my team, and I love the way they work hard, and uh, I'll do every single thing I can and always fight for them. Amen. We're eight districts, correct? Yep. Okay, so the top guy of each district goes, and then there's eight teams at dual districts, correct? Yep. Uh, our first match, what did you think about that? Uh, so prior was our first match, and uh, is east side team. And always when you're wrestling an east side team, it's just uh, we, we don't see them throughout the season, so it's kind of a mystery a little bit. But I, I did a lot of research and uh, went and saw just uh, film and common opponents and all that, and uh, – I knew going into the duel, if we did not take care of business in a couple of weights, that we could be in trouble. And uh, not a lot of people probably knew that. Just looking at it, like on paper, in every single duel, we were not favored to win. Like we we had to do some things. We had to get some matchups. We had to uh, we had to make some things happen. And uh, prior was one of those where if we went out and didn't get caught in the first period with some garbage and got them kids into a little bit deeper water we were going to uh, be successful and we were successful in that sense. Like they had some success in some weights where they, uh, they got us in trouble with some big moves and, and, and won. But uh, other than that, we weathered the storm and uh, we broke them condition wise. And uh, it was a good win to start off the tournament. To back it up a little bit. So can you explain the coin toss process and how we get to choose what, what how important that is to, yeah, so when you start the duel, 14 weights, uh, odd and even. Obviously, uh, your first weight, 106, is if, if they start at 106. And, and dual state's different. They draw weights. And I, uh, the first weight, the first day, was uh, 144, I believe. So they drew 144. 
that makes it an odd weight. It's number one, it's odd. And number two, which would be 150, would be an even weight. So when you go out and you do the coin flip at the beginning, uh, where it's red or green, whichever team gets it, um, you choose odd or even. Um, if you choose odd, you are the team that has to send out the wrestler first to check into the table. You're the odd weight, you send that wrestler out to check in first. Um, also in the match, you get the first choice of uh, position when it comes in the second period, top, bottom, neutral, defer. They don't do a traditional coin flip in the duel. They decide it there at the first. If you choose odd, every odd weight, you send the wrestler first, and then you get the choice of the coin flip in the second period. So it's huge in duels when you're trying to get matchups. If another team sends a kid in to check in first, you want to get that matchup. You want to make sure you're odd or even to get that matchup. And uh, what was really, really cool and tremendous is um, always knowing this as a coach, I studied and did everything I could to be aware of that. But I had other coaches on it this year with uh, you and Nathan Jackson and Coach Strange and uh, – it was tremendous going into dual state to just look at you guys and say, hey, do we need to be odd or even? And you you, you knew it automatically. And uh, I trusted you to a T and uh, just everything worked out perfect. And uh, that was something that was just big for me as a coach this year, just learning to grow and learning to trust other people and learning to uh, just uh, if, if we're going to branch out and we're going to grow this program to the way we want to grow it, I have to have other people that um, – are, are hitting on the same level as me and all my coaches were doing that this year. And that was something that I'm like tremendously proud of. I'm tremendously proud of our success as a program <clears throat> and uh, how all of our kids did individually this year. But like the growth I saw as, as men, as far as like uh, you and coach Jackson, coach Baker, coach strange, Isaac Garrett, um, just every person that was instrumental in our junior high and high school program, and not to mention our youth coaches, um, just to see the growth as men was really, really cool for me. So, like, the, the night before uh, we wrestled Collinsville, which is our semifinals match, yeah. uh, I was talking to Coach Strange about some stuff that I, that I was thinking would work as far as, you know, just going through videos. And I, I'd realized at that point that Strange is about three steps ahead of me on that. He had already had this stuff, and I thought I was about to give him some information and he was already all over it, right? Yeah. And so at that point, I just started watching videos, and I tried to stay two matches ahead of him. <laughs> that's what I did. That's cool, man. When like that's, and that's something I feel so special about because he's like a direct disciple of me. You know, I feel like he uh, he wrestled for me. He's been coaching for me now for like five years. I mean, he's a tremendous young man, and uh, when he can push you as a as another like coach to be like dang i need to step my game up i need to study these kids i need to study these lineups you know and uh that's cool because uh that just shows me how disciplined he is too you know he's freaking studying to be a doctor right now you know his yeah. last year of school and he's a, a tremendous young man that we're just fortunate to have here coaching so going back uh to collinsville they're the defending cha state champions correct yes uh so we got them our semifinals match you know, we go to the coin toss. We win the coin toss again. Yep. And then, uh, you know, we handle business. You know? that, was, that was huge, the coin toss was, because they could have got matchups in that duel that we needed, that that they would have been favored in, and we would have had to wrestle better, you know. And uh, do I think we would have? Yeah. Yeah, I think we would have, because I think my kids were really, really dialed in that weekend. I think no matter what, we would have found a way to win that duel. But uh, just – 
things worked out and the kids went out and took care of business. And uh, I don't know. I just, the kids really, we, we took it personal going into the Collinsville duel too, just because I don't know, we felt like, we felt like we weren't getting a lot of respect from them or anybody on the East side, just because, you know, they were saying, Oh, Elgin's, you know, they're kind of hit and miss and five A's down and uh, we're down. So we're just, we're kind of lucky to be here. And I mean, I don't really buy into that crap. You know, it's, it's a, it's their responsibility just as much as it is mine every single year to put a uh, product out there. And um, it doesn't matter who's there, who's not there. Kids graduate, kids leave, kids don't want to wrestle for you. You know, it is what it is um, when it comes to that aspect of it. And uh, I'll never, um, I don't know, I'll never disrespect the class by saying it's down or saying that um, we're down and we're lucky to be there. Like every single year, it's uh, it's bring it. And if you're not bringing it, what are you doing here? You know, yeah. what are you doing here? This is a uh, something that we, we we take so serious, and I take so serious. My family takes so serious, just because when it's wrestling season, it's a uh, it's wrestling season. We're doing everything right. We're uh, we're really trying to make a difference in every single kid in this program's life. And uh, I think we did that this year in a lot of different ways. And it's not just from the success level. The people say, oh, now it's easy to say that you guys are having success. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're having success, but uh, we still go through a lot of hard times here as a program and as growing as individuals. And uh, and that'll that'll just – moving down the road, talking about that, they, they don't see the highs and lows that us as a coaching staff go through. You know, um, we won dual state, and then the very next day, you know, um, I'm at a girls' seating meeting, <clears throat> which is what I love doing. And then uh, – and I mean that. And then Monday and Tuesday, we're at girls' regionals, and Tuesday I get my heart ripped out by uh, one of the girls, Carly, not qualifying, you know, and uh, it, it gives you the highs of winning a state championship and then the lows of seeing someone train harder than anybody in the whole entire single program and watch them not fulfill their dreams. And uh, the way it just was handled was terribly. I thought it. she, uh, I don't know, I thought just, it was a whole bad situation. I'm not going to give any excuses of why she lost the match, but um, she's a really, really good wrestler that did not make it to state. And uh, no matter what happened that weekend before that dual state, I'm going to treasure it forever. But like, I'll remember that moment, her not fulfilling her dream in that hall. And it's, it's shattering as a coach. Like people don't see that. People don't see that. And uh, that's what you sign up for, but it's also like, it sucks. It sucks. And I mean, I saw it with Hunter Jackson. I mean, people don't see that crap in there. And uh, it just, you see it with Schnell. I mean, she lost a heartbreaker in the semis where I felt like it just maybe got the raw end of the deal. It is what it is. Like, you have your highs, but there's always going to be things that balance you out as far as a wrestling coach and it has a program. So, moving on. So, we, we beat Collinsville, defending state champions. Uh, Boy, I went way off subject there. That's all good. <laughs> we can fix it. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I mean, even that, I mean, that's good. Cause that, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. So I think it's very important, you know, yeah. whether they hear it now or they hear it, hear it later, yeah. either way is important. But It's good to get it out there. Like, I want people to realize, like, we ha we have this success and you see us celebrating it. But, man, there's there's been a lot put into it. And there's still a lot put into it every single day. 
And this has done nothing but ignite a whole new fire underneath me. And I see it in my coaches and I see it in our kids. Like, it's great. It's great. We walk around different. We are handling ourselves different. And that's just the way it should be. You know, that's uh, that's the way we have been handling ourselves. It's just some success really helps uh, ignite that as a whole and as a whole community, you know, and uh, that's what that's what we want for our community. We talked about it in our previous podcast, you know, we want our community to be on fire, to be a champions community. And uh, that's where we're headed. So moving on. So we beat Collinsville. So now we're now we're heading into the finals. Uh, what's your concerns going into the finals? Man, we tried to go to, I think it was Jimmy John's, and they were out of bread. So <laughs> I was, like, super concerned about that. Cause like, if that you, was a bad omen, dog. <laughs> I know. And if you know my dudes and, like, my bigger weight, some dudes got to eat constantly. And uh, so we go in there. I unload the whole crew. And I slowly see cowboy hats collecting as we go in there. And I'm like, all right, boys. Like, first it was just Bryce and Nino. I was like, all right, that's cute. Like, you can rock them cowboy hats. And then they slowly start collecting. About 10 of them have it. And then we end up at Arby's down the road. And, I mean, there it is. Every single kid has a cowboy hat on. I'm like, all right, boys. Like, it's a bold statement. You wear them cowboy hats. Like, this is going to go one or two ways. Like, you go win in them cowboy hats or I'm going to throw them out going down Highway 81 on the way home. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, man, like I just I felt good, like I felt good about where we were. And like I just I had like a really like knot in my stomach just because I was like, man, we're here. I don't want to be runner up like the runner up's a bad feeling. Like, I don't know. I just like you don't want to be runner up. I don't I don't want to be runner up. I mean, just because like you're so close to your dream, you get right there. Like, let's get it done. Let's just get it done. And uh, the kids saw that and they took advantage of it. And uh, the coaches were dialed in, Strange and Nate, and you all had game plan already down. I mean, and I just found myself as a coach, like the more the duels got going, like the less I had to coach. Like I, the more I just had to manage. Like I just kind of had to make sure everything was going good and I just enjoyed a lot of it, you know. Um, in that, that finals duel we got there and just kids matched up and it didn't start out well, like Shay lost and got pinned actually because we started at heavyweight right? started at heavyweight and we got pinned and i didn't i mean i expected i thought we would lose there to be honest i thought we would lose but i didn't think we'd get pinned and i was like oh man that's not good because i mean shay hadn't been pinned pretty much all year either and uh bryce bounced us back got a pin hunter pinned and then we just kind of got rolling and uh ended up winning some crucial matches in the middle and kind of locked it up for us so it was good so during that match, there was a Hunter Jackson. We could tell by looking at the coaches that we made the decision that they didn't want when we sent Hunter out to wrestle that match. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think that's what they wanted. Like most of the teams had seen that they were uh, wrestling a girl there at one thirteen, and uh, she was a gamer too. And she was good. Yeah, she was state finalist in the girls. Like she's she's really good. And if you hadn't done your research or like, and a lot of teams aren't fortunate, like we, something I think that was really good for us is we were deep as a team. Like we could get two or three kids in a way at most weights, you know? And uh, if you're fortunate enough to have like an extra 113 pounder or something, uh, you know, teams would try to throw a lesser kid in against her and be like, oh, it's a girl, you know? And she would, she'd handle business against them. Like she's, yeah. she's good. And uh, 
So we decided, and like the 120 pounder, we knew was he was good too. He ended up beating Hunter in the state finals. You know, we were one and one with that kid this year, and uh, so we knew it'd be a match. And we decided just to leave Hunter down on on her, and he took care of business and pinned her, which was no task. Like I mean, no easy task. She's good. Like she's hard to pin, and uh, he took care of business, and we ended up taking one at 120, and uh, it ended up being a better decision for us because if we would have went at 113 and took one and then took one at 120, you know, it changes the whole dynamics of things. Scoring-wise, momentum-wise, everything. So, like, that's something I was very fortunate for, like, Nate Jackson saying that's the move, and we made that move, and uh, we trusted it. What I was trying to explain to some other people is, like, we kind of knew when it was plus and negative, right, what we need to do. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? yeah. So I feel like once we got to Ritson, I feel like we knew if he won that, and then we had Colin win. I feel like we knew it was good, right? Because we had to win one of them two matches by fall, correct? Uh, so when we got down to them, like uh, it was down to Ritson, and uh, it was Ritson and Colin left, and we yeah. just needed to win one of them. Yeah. And uh, Colin had already pinned the kid that Ritson was wrestling, and the kid that Colin was wrestling was not very good. So like I felt really good about it. Like, and then when Ritson won, we had it locked up for sure. Yeah. So we had that. I think. If I remember correctly, we had that backwards, right? We thought Ritson was wrestling the weaker kid. Or do we get that? Which, I, I feel think like we, we ended up making – they ended up making the right decision because they had two of them weighed in at 190, and they already tried the kid at 190 with Colin, and Colin pinned him. So they left him down on Ritson, but it's – a double-edged sword there, Ritson state champion. So like, yeah. I feel like they your, get, I feel like they gave poison right there. I feel so, like they I mean, gave Ritson. Fortunate. Didn't they? Get, I feel like they gave Ritson the tougher kid, but we was telling Richard Ritson that was the weaker kid. Probably so. But either way, he still went there and handled. Yeah, business. he went out there and handled business, and uh, man, it was cool. Like the ones that were crucial in the middle, uh, that like we knew were toss-ups, were uh, Dominic. Yep. Dominic's was huge, and I knew when we won Dominic's, I was like, uh-oh, we're in a position. And then when we won Jack's, I was like, man, I think we did it. Like, I think we did it once we won Jack's because George, we just, like, he kind of went out there and just wrestled not to get pinned against a kid that wasn't very good that I felt like we could have beat. And then Jonathan ended up getting beat. And then, like I said, it just came down to that situation where we just had to count on our, like, that's a great situation. Two of my best kids, a state champion and a third place. I mean, I'm counting on you. Let's go. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to go out, to have them in your back pocket there at the end. Yeah. Now, you talked about, you know, moving on, you know, we, we ended up winning, right? Yes. And you talked about, you know, what went next as far as you go, going to seating meetings and uh, girls' originals. Now, moving to, speaking of Jonathan, right? Yeah. So, we're at originals. He pins. He pins the number what one or three seed. Yeah, he's his, someone he's, he's not supposed to. Yeah, someone he was getting. Yeah, to. he was. Uh, I, I happen to know the kid too. Uh, he's that, getting beat by ten. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the kid that because uh, he's a former Geary kid, and I know him growing up and stuff. Been on some canoe trips with him, that this and that rafting trips. So I kind of know him, have a little history with him, and then uh, you know he's beating Jonathan. You know, ten points. Jonathan comes back and pins him, and I'm. Pumping the fish, cheering, and I'm like so proud. And I was like, oh man, I kind of feel bad about that. <laughs> then I was like, nah, I don't feel that bad. You know nah, I mean? man. Like, especially when you see kids like Jonathan, how hard he works. And like, Jonathan is Jonathan, you know? Like, yeah. he works his butt off. 
had a tremendous year, like super proud of him, man. And uh, he got rewarded by like getting fourth, making it to state, you know, like he's a, he's a, he's someone that had a great, great season, almost 30 wins for us. You know, that's, yeah. that's insane. Like you're a 30 win kid, like you're a good wrestler. You know, when you're 30 wins in a season, you're a good wrestler. Like, I, I believe so, you know, especially just like in this day and age, like 30 wins in a season's good. Right. So, yeah. What about Shay? Shay, yeah, Shay's the same dude. Like, it's a kid that uh, hadn't wrestled since uh, eighth grade, so he's a sophomore now, and uh, came out, won, I mean, 25 matches probably for us, 25, 30 matches almost, state qualifier. One match at state. One match at state. Like, it's right there. Like, right there. And just, like, decided to come back and wrestle this year, you know? And yeah. uh, just uh, we had a situation where kid that would normally probably wrestle heavyweight for us, Jace, being injured, you know? And Shay just steps right in and handles business. Like, and that's just a testament to depth around here, you know? Shay's tremendous. Like, he, he had one of the best seasons just for like seeing a kid that just like, Hey, let me, uh, let me get back out here and help the team out, you know? And then took it serious, bought into everything. Like dude did everything I told him, fought through an injury this year, you know, an injury that a lot of kids just would have been like, all right, man, going back to football. Like it's not really worth it, right. you know? And, uh, he's like, nah, I see my team needs me. My team needs a heavyweight. They can win dual state. This is bigger than me, you know? Yeah. And like, that was such a mature move for like a 16 year old kid. And, uh, I was very, very, uh, just pleased with him this year. Our relationship grew as like a coach and as a uh, athlete and just personally, our relationship grew. And, uh, those are the things you want as a coach, you know, unexpected kids like that, who, if you would have told me sitting down in our last podcast, say, Hey, Shea Spencer is going to come out and be your heavyweight and uh, win a match at state for you this year. I, I, I would have looked at you and been like, what? I mean, like, that's crazy to think about in July. Yeah. In July, because, you know, Jace is still playing. Everything's cool. And, like, even to say if Jace is not hurt, Shay might still come out and wrestle. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know how things play out at all. God makes things work in really weird ways. But, yeah, But, uh, yeah, it just, like, say, like, all right. And uh, that's cool, man. And just uh, I think we probably had two or two other kids that we could get ready to go out there and wrestle heavyweight too, if we needed to, you know what I'm saying? Just because like kids wrestle around here, yeah. <laughs> they grew up wrestling. Like we have a, a tremendous little league presence and like you grew up wrestling. Even if you, you stopped wrestling like Shay, like, all right, come back, let's get a year in, you know? And like, not every kid's a tremendous athlete like him and they, it can do that, you know? And uh, I'm not an advocate for that by any means, but uh, in that situation, I'm an advocate for Right. advocate for winning a state championship with some athletes and uh it's cool man like that's uh, that is uh like still like a testimony to nate jackson and the guys that were in that youth program starting them little kids up and uh i'm glad that i could come in and help facilitate them dudes through uh those weird like sixth seventh eighth grade years uh because like shay was a very undeveloped like eighth grade boy like right. just a little short fat kid and he grew into a tremendous looking athlete already at 16 so like just giving them kids a little bit of patience and uh even if they they don't choose to do your sport at that time like still trying to support them as an athlete trying to support them as a person like i still coached him in football still just tried to be there uh 
as a coach in general, you know, we don't try to shut other kids down because they're not in your sport. So that's a, it was good for him. 100%. You want to talk a little bit about day two originals and then go to state or just go ahead and continue on with state? We can just roll whatever. Uh, so day two originals. How'd that go? Any surprises? Uh, day two at regionals, man, it's just, I got to like, think back. Everything was such like a just quick turnaround, like kind of just going back to dual state. And then uh, I want like, I'm not trying to just talk about like how busy I am. I want people to realize like how busy our coaching staff is and how busy all these other wrestling coaches are around the state. And uh, at least the ones that like, are doing everything and, and really giving it all they can. And uh, like just the turnaround of going to a seating meeting that Sunday and then going girls regionals on Monday and Tuesday. And then most coaches, I know I am on Monday and Tuesday, I'm running two a days with my high school kids, my uh, boys, like we have to run two a days, even after winning state that Monday morning, like 7am, we have to run that morning because we still have individual goals in mind. And it's hard to redirect them kids. And, and but they did, you know, for the most part, and not even for the most part, they did like they did a great job. And I was worried about that. Like, I didn't want to be that, that coach that just like rode the high of winning dual state. And was just like, all right, good job. I wanted them kids to reach their individual goals as well. And, uh, and so we trained and we got ready for that Monday and Tuesday, but like still we're driving back and forth, coaching staff bakers there with the girls on Monday and Tuesday, making sure they're weighed in him and Rob are making sure they're fed. And I'm going back from running morning practice to running, uh, their coaching girls, uh, running afternoon practice. Strange is helping with afternoon practice. You're helping with uh, junior high. We're doing everything we can right there to uh, just as a program continue going. And then it leads into regionals. Regionals are Carl Albert. Like we go to that seating meeting in Carl Albert Thursday night. You go up there Friday and Saturday with the boys. And uh, that whole time, the girls, the ones that qualified, are having to train still to get ready for state the next week. They're not on the same training schedule, you know? So as a coaching staff, I, I, we're still trying to direct them back home, trying to tell them to train, trying to get them on uh, the right schedule for state. And then uh, just, it leads in, <coughs> it leads into regionals and regionals. Like we had a, a, a decent day one, I thought. And, and <coughs> actually kind of what was really good is we had a really good first round. And we had, uh, we pushed a lot of kids into the semis and uh, it gave us a great position on day two to win regionals. And uh, it was just, we put, uh, what we put 10 in? Yeah. 10, <laughs> see, I can't even. We put 10 in and uh, I really uh, was excited about that because there's like maybe one or two right there that got in that I didn't think or I kind of thought that was on the fence. And then there was one that I thought would that like crushed me. Dittmeyer not getting in, a returning state qualifier that was dang near a state placer the year before, won 30 matches this year, probably won 30 matches last year, like a really, really solid junior, did not qualify, you know, got sixth place, was winning four to nothing in second period, gets thrown his back and pinned. One of those things where I'm riding the high of, we just won regionals. Like I knew we'd won regionals at that point. We had had pretty much 10 qualified right there. I was just like, man, this one's going to be awesome. Dittmeyer's going to hopefully get in right here. And then just got stepped on. And I was just like, 
And that's a gut punch. That's a gut punch because that's a kid that gets to the state tournament and probably wins some matches at the state tournament, right. you know, and could get into his position where maybe places. And then that just changes the whole dynamic. You know, we got third at state. And just uh, when you get to the state tournament, the good kids are the ones that score points for you, you know. And I think he was one of the good kids that just missed out on getting in in a tough weight uh, and just missed an opportunity. And, you know, I had the high of uh, – just uh, like I said, we were regional champs, 10 kids going to state. Let's get this 11th one in and then crushed. And still to this day, like, that's all cool. But I think about that a lot. I think about Carly not making it to state. Yeah. I think about those individual goals that were not met. And then I still think about my individual goal that was not met. You know, like I wanted to win the state tournament. Like, I, and uh, that's, that, that's, I don't, it's, it hurts to talk about because I, I wanted to win the state tournament, you know, and I didn't really feel good about it after dual state because I was just like, man, I, it's exactly what I said it is. Your good kids have to win and you have to uh, score points and by winning matches at the state tournament. But then once we did that at regionals, I was like, dude, we have a really good chance and uh, just didn't quite get it done. And uh didn't, didn't push some kids into the finals that we needed to. And Carl Albert, just hats off to them, man. They put the four kids in the finals that they needed to, you know, and we couldn't get the four in that we needed to. And at the end of the day, uh, it is what it is. And uh, I will learn from that as a coach. I will use that as motivation, and I'll move forward, you know, just because, like, I'm thrilled to be a state champion, to win dual state this year. But, yeah, like, I needed that little extra kick in the ass right there at the end to be like, all right, there's still something to do, you know, there's still something to do. And uh, we'll take some time. Like I have, I've taken time, reflected on it, and uh, we'll just be ready to go again. Like biggest upsets when it comes to state, you know, when <laughs> Chanel's the first one that come to my mind, she lost in semis. Yeah, and it wasn't truly an upset just because that girl had beat us twice. I thought she started off pretty good, though. Yeah, you know, and, kind of dude, was... I thought we kind of got, like, a call that didn't go our way. And uh, I don't know. I mean, the girl was good. It, it That one hurt. Uh, Dominic's, I thought, was huge, man. Dominic's was probably the one at state that sticks out to me the most. You he know? lost two close matches, right? <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and it ended up, like, as a kid that had a tremendous season, beat some high-level kids, just uh, did not end it well, you know. And that sucks because, like, one of the probably is the hardest working kid I've ever had when it comes to just like getting to work. And I only had him for a short time, you know, less than a year. And uh, like when it comes to getting to work, the boy came in here and got to work and just right. in the semis had like a little lapse in like his mental and got caught in a big move and beat by a kid that we should have beat. We were up on and uh, just for third and fourth, you know, we were wrestling a kid for the third time we'd beat twice and it's hard to beat him third time you know and it ends up you get beat for third and fourth that kid all states over you you know yeah. he's a kid and that sucks man that like tremendously sucks because that's a kid that like without dominic we don't win a state championship this year you know like he's tremendous for us you know and, and, and i don't i, I don't want to say that to discredit my other team we might have found a way like i i believe we would have found a way to still win a state championship because even without other kids we found ways to win this year and uh, I, no matter what, I want that to be our mindset with anything. We're going to find a way no matter what happens. We could come back with none of our kids from next year. We're going to compete for a state championship. That's our mindset. Wipe everything clean. Go compete for a state championship. And that's the mindset we took in football. We're going to take in every single sport here. Like, we're, we're competing at the, the highest level no matter what. 
earlier when I said uh, upset, I meant more heartbreak. You know what I mean? Callous into that, it was uh, you know the Hunter Jackson match. Yeah, dude, that one uh, that one crushes, man. That crushes because like that's hard for me as a coach because uh, like as a wrestler in the state finals, I never lost like one of them. Not even like not trying to talk about my old ways or anything but like i never experienced a loss in the state finals like that runner-up thing was like something that scared me to death you know just because like i knew how crushing it could be as an athlete and uh, feeling it as a coach it was really really devastating as well just because like i knew how hard hunter worked like he's at this gym sunday mornings 9 a.m after winning a tournament saturday night you know like he's a humble kid that did every single thing right as far as preparation just uh it, it just didn't get done and uh it's hard as a coach to go in there and redirect a kid that's devastated off of that and uh you've they've done everything you've asked of them and then you still have to tell them to move forward as an athlete and as a person and uh that that's hard and uh hunter and i were able to uh communicate and get through that you know and that's something he'll have to he'll have to deal with as a as an athlete and as a person you know i can't really help him get over that that's a loss that's gonna hurt and uh i know what helps losses like that and that's going and having some success and that's what's great for him is like he has a great future ahead of him you know and uh he should just use this as as fuel and as motivation. I know he will. I know he will, and I know he's going to bounce back. He's already in here training, getting better, you know, and uh, that's just something like first thing I told him when I went in there as a coach, you know, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind like me telling this because I hope like a lot of people can heed this advice. Like I was like, Hunter, dude, I don't know what it is. And like, I know you can't see it right here, but like at some point, this is going to help you later in life get through something that's really, really hard. And uh, I, I mean, I, I don't wish like for hard things later in life, but we all know like something's going to test you as an adult or as an adolescent. And uh, I hope he looks back at his mindset, like and how he comes through this right here and how he develops as a uh, wrestler and as a human and uh, uses it as strength and motivation. Because I know like even looking back at my wrestling career and looking back at training times, like I use hard times as uh as meters and as gauges of uh, what's really going on in my life, you know, compared to situations growing as an athlete and what wrestling taught me, you know. So in the end, in the end, Hunter Jackson is going to be all right. You know, he's going to train. He's going to come back and do something extremely special with this when it's all said and done. And, you know, shoot, he's a sophomore. He's two-time state placer, third, second, you know. Like, I, I love him. He's, he's a uh, – He's a true product of Elgin wrestling. He's a true product of like a kid that's came through this room. And uh, it's just, uh, it, it's good to see. And he's, he, like I said, no matter what happens, he's going to be successful. He's going to go wrestling college. He's going to be wrestling probably this weekend in the future here in three or four years, you know? And that's what like, I hope me and Nate are sitting there watching him, you know, hanging out. Like that's, what's going to be really cool. And he'll be like, dude, Remember when Hunter lost that state championship and I wanted to jump off the rafters of the state tournament? <laughs> and I know he did, man. I know he did. And uh, I don't even, even, like, talk to him about it and, uh, like, sit down and, like, really got into about it just because, like, I know things like that are devastating. And 
just the, the, way, the way and the things that have been devastating in my life, like looking back, like I know I can look back like a year ago and just look at things that were like devastating to me and just be like, all right, man, like we're going to be all right. We're going to get through this. That was a, that was a little patch that was uh, not good and we didn't reach what we wanted. But if anything, wrestling's taught us we're going to be resilient and we're going to persevere through all these things. Hey, man. Speaking of, uh, you know, Hunter's history, you know, Chanel ended up taking third. Uh, then you got Bryce Martin. Yeah. You know, as a freshman, he got third. And that's one, like, man, I know you're probably getting on something, but, like, that needs to be talked about, like, tremendously. Like, we don't have the state tournament we have. And he's one I didn't, like, at the first year I talked, I was like, Bryce be a state placer. Bryce be a state placer. And I meant it. And, like, I told him that, like, all those mornings we were running and doing all those things, trying to make weight. And just to go have the state tournament and like all the things we spoke and we envisioned for Bryce as like, I know me personally and as a coaching staff and as like, as a program, we envisioned him doing all these things. We spoke like all of him doing these things. And then he went and did them right in front of our eyes. Like he, I mean, I, we stayed up late one o'clock in the morning, cutting weight up at five o'clock in the morning, cutting weight with him. You know, I'm about to go crazy with all that. And uh, all the times we were running, doing two days in the morning, you know, we talk about winning a big match in overtime. He gets there in the consolation semis, runs back to the line, blasts a kid off his feet in overtime and wins, you know, like we envisioned that in practice. We, I can't tell you how many times we sit here and we had that scenario in practice and uh, I had to force him to do it and like had to make him do it because he's cutting weight and pouting through it. And he got up and he did it. And then when it came to a match, it was the easiest thing in the world. Like it, the dude didn't even know what tired meant. He got on that line and I knew I could say with any confidence in me, I said, Bryce Martin's about to blow this kid off his freaking feet. And he did, blew him off his feet, took him down, got in for the third and fourth place match. And I was like, all right, dude, let's go. That's awesome. Like, and then wins the third place match. Yeah. Like dude's a dog. That's a great, great state tournament. Like, and, uh, he put in a lot of work for it and, uh, it, it was cool. It was just one of them things where I talk about, like, you envision, you speak on it, you practice it, you see it in practice, you envision it, and and then it comes to fruition. And uh, when the kids start seeing that and they start seeing that, like, the game plan's paying off and, like, all right, coach is not absolutely crazy, you know, like, that's when your program can really start catching fire. Yeah, me and uh, – we got to state. Uh, I was talking to Hardell. Little bit and he was like, Man, is that level 106? Because you know, Hardell uh, Moore, uh, coach of OWA, he uh, he was announcing uh, yeah. our dual state tournament, yeah. which was really neat. Uh, you know, he didn't that he didn't do the 5A at state, I believe he did 6A, correct? I think so, but uh, you know, just the fact before he even started, he asked him, Hey, how's us 106 pounder doing? You know, he was talking about Bryce Martin, he said, Ain't nobody can stop that blast double, too. Yeah, I was like, Yeah, but I got into a conversation with him though, I was like, Yeah, man, you know. He's a hell of a kid. He kind of scared us a little bit at originals, you know, because he showed up a little bit overweight. Yeah, man. That's like also I didn't even speak on that. Like we're freaking all making weight at regionals, about to make me lose my mind. I'm ruining people's breakfast at the Spring, <laughs> the Spring Hill Suites, man. I'm in there ruining breakfast for all them old people. Oh, uh, you know, what I thought was really neat about that, though, is, uh, you know, athletes going to be athletes, you know, iron sharp and iron, you know, and then Bryce – and Hunter are two people that, you know, have the opportunity to practice to each other. You know, especially, you know, Bryce is kind of following Hunter Jackson's footsteps, if you look at it, you know. Uh, you know, and but but at regionals, 
Hunter Jackson was one of the the main kids that was running with Bryce Martin there to make sure he had weight. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I thought like, that was he, he. He knew, you know, that he needed Hunter that little knew, extra help. Hunter knew, like, he was cutting weight. He was hurting, but he was like, man, I still like. He got he grabbed Bryce and ran around the room for forty five minutes with him because he knew Bryce needed that, you know, and like he knew his team needed that. And uh, I mean, I, if you don't do that, Bryce probably don't make weight. Don't go get third at state. We don't finish. No, we don't win regionals. We don't get third. You know, like little selfless sacrifices. And uh, I mean, those are just things that are like when 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 I talk about Hunter Jackson, like he, I don't care if he's not a state champion. He's a state champion kid. Like he's yeah. a top caliber kid. And like he's a great friend of Bryce, and uh, it, it worked out great. And needless to say, I mean, two days before the state tournament, they're in here trying to rip each other's heads off. They're <laughs> they're in here just going at it. Like physically, I have to separate them because they're trying to kill each other. Just that competitive edge, you know. That was what we had a great room like that this year, where man, these kids loved each other and they go to war for each other. But like when it was time to hook it up in here. Like I said, man, it's two days for the state tournament, and they're trying to kill each other. And uh, it's just uh, that was something that really kept me on my toes there. <laughs> All right, so the state tournament, we got two wrestlers wrestling for first place in the finals. You know, we got Richard Myers, a freshman, Symphony Belos. She won it last year, got third the year before. Her dad's in the corner this year. What, what's that like? Uh, I mean – I had not sit down and like looked at where they're going to come up at the same time until like halfway through the finals. And then I was like, oh crap, this is really going to happen. And then we looked at it and just fortunately we have a big enough staff, you know, I say staff, you know, a lot of people are in here doing things for free, which is just, I mean, so much appreciated with our awesome staff that we have here. But, uh, you know, we had enough of us with uh, myself, Coach Baker, Coach Strange, uh, Coach Veloz, uh, Coach Bean. Well, that's five of us there we had in the corner, you know, and me and Coach Baker sat in Ritson's corner. And then, right, just fortunately, the mats were next to each other, and uh, we were able to take the corner of each mats where we were next to each other. So me and Coach Baker sat in the corner. It was Coach Veloz sitting there in kind of the camera corner, and it was you and Coach Strange in a corner, which was awesome. Like, there's some awesome pictures and video footage of us as a coaching staff getting to coach two state finals at once. And, uh, yeah, it was it was awesome just trying to give my attention to both matches. Coach Baker, I, I can speak on it too, but, I mean, I know – I was really trying to do my best to be involved in both both matches as much as possible. And, like, I believe a lot in just, like, destiny and, like, seeing things happen before. And, and I swear to you, I sat on the wall and I was, like, I was super disappointed. Like, I went out in the parking lot and sat there probably for 30 minutes after Hunter lost just because I was really disappointed after that. I just kind of sat there and I saw, man, wouldn't it be cool if I had two state champions at one time? That would kind of make up, not make up, but that would, like, shine on things a little bit and then it went out there and it happened and like there was breaks in both of the matches at exactly the perfect time like injury time at a good time where i could go talk to symphony uh like a, a time where the ref was doing something and talking to the other coach and i could go talk to ritson you know like everything worked out well like all the coaches were hitting well in that corner me and strange were able to communicate 
in between periods about what to do because like positioning in symphony's match was huge like going down in the third period it was a big choice for us so me and him were able to communicate about that coach baker was able to go out there because ritson's match was like extremely heated like they were almost fighting to a point where a penalty point was huge and won that match for us you know because of some unnecessary roughness and so coach baker's out there trying to keep ritson together and just trying to manage both of them was awesome you want to touch on that, Coach Baker? Yeah, it's just uh, with just the ability. Of, I knew, you know, that uh, Coach Riles is going to be back and forth. Just, uh, you know, that's who he is. And both of those matches were huge, facing very well. Obviously, a state final, so they're all tough. But like both those people, Rich was wrestling really tough. You know, return state placer. Stephanie had a super tough match, and so you know, I just tried to. I, I, I remember saying something to Symphony before the match, and then I didn't. I had to go back like the next day and watch her match because I, I was so intently trying to stay focused on Ritson so that you know Coach Rao could bounce back and forth and I keep him informed what was going on over there on the our mat and uh, you know uh, when he was broke away. So just and I think also you know I, you know, I good relationship with Ritson, so being able to to handle him in in, in that situation, I think was you know, beneficial with how it all shaped, shaped out. And yeah. it's just awesome, you know, awesome time right there, those two hats. <clears throat> That's what a lot of people don't see, like, in the wrestling dynamics is, like, there's certain people that coach certain people mm -hmm. extremely well, you know, and, like, not coach them well because we all kind of coach on the same level, I feel like, but you can, you connect with that kid better yeah. than mm -hmm. anybody else. They're comfortable. You can calm that kid down. They know just by looking at you. And, like, Coach Baker has that with, you know, a ton of kids and Ritson's one of them, fortunately, you know, and uh, then you, I feel like you click with Symphony well, Strange clicks with Symphony well, and like, of course, her dad over there, like, that's awesome, but like, that's a testament to our coaching staff, like, everybody knew what their fo focus was for those matches, you know, like, you knew what you were hitting on, and it was just, it was cool, it was just, it was something that, like, as a coaching staff, you don't sit down and prepare for that, you know. We don't draw that up on Tuesday and say this is what happens. But we all sit there, talked about it before, got it worked out. And uh, just everybody's ableness to, like, remain calm out there, too, because, like, that's a big moment. Like, people don't understand until you really look up in the stands and take in everything. Like, there's a lot of people up there watching what's going on and uh, – all your season's work is accumulated into one match with a couple of kids. So you just really try to make sure you're hitting on all cylinders. And uh, I, I feel like we did as a coaching staff. That was like super cool and something that like, I remember we all got together afterwards and I was like, dude, that's something I'm gonna remember forever mm -hmm. as far as my like coaching career. And I hope it's something that they do. And we got to like cherish as a coaching staff. It was cool. I personally don't think, I, I, I didn't take in the, uh... The moment or realized see how, see how important it was until afterwards when we got that picture of us yeah. all sitting there coaching in the corner at the same time. I was like, oh crap, that is, I mean, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's something that I, like, I really tried to do. And my wife was good about reminding me because <laughs> I get into just grumpy old man mode a lot. But she's like, hey, take in, make sure you take in everything. And that's true because, like, we might not ever be in that position ever, ever again, especially that one we were in. So it was cool. Um, moving on a little bit, I want to talk a little more about Rich and, you know, being a freshman. You know, uh, you talk a little bit of how, you know, how important that is. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I said it last year. I talked to him. I talked to his father. I talked to anybody that would listen to me. I said, hey, dude can win it next year. I said he can come in and win it as a freshman. And, uh, 
really just everybody listened to me. They knew Ritson was good coming in, junior high state champion, you know. They knew he's solid. He's a freak out there in football. He's a freak in baseball. He's great at everything. He's a great kid. And uh, it really didn't, like, hit home in wrestling until, like, he beat the kid he ended up beating in the state finals. We beat earlier in the year at Carl Albert. And he got, like, ranked number one in the class. And everybody's like, all right, Ritson can win it this year. And then, like, he went on the crazy streak of, like, one kid state, one USA state, which is a version of the 15U state. He won that. And then he won OK USA state, which is another 15U state. He won junior high state. And then he won high school state all, like, in a month span right there, which is it's cool. It's a lot of wrestling. That's the gamut. That dude ran the gamut. Like, it's a heck of a run. Yeah, but uh, or not. He didn't win OK USA, did he? Uh, no, he he won. He, was, he, yeah, my, he, he won OK USA State. He won that. OK US, not OK WA. Yeah. He won. So he won 15U. He won Junior High State, and he won High School yeah. State, which is like that's yeah. cool. Junior High State, especially like a lot of people don't realize how hard that son of a gun is in that Junior High division. I mean, that's. 90 kids in a bracket, but yeah. you got to go out and hammer through seven or eight good matches to get in the finals and win that bracket. And he did it with ease, kind of. Well. But yeah, like, but like keeping on to that, once we got in, we won that. He got ranked number one. That's when like he like started kind of lighting up a little bit, was like, dude, I really can do this. And, uh, Trained hard, did everything right in two a days. Listened to us, you know, and uh, which I mean, he's he's hard to coach sometimes. Being a kid that's like that and just strong-willed, and uh, and that's not a bad thing, you know. It's not bad to be a strong-willed kid and to have those qualities that he has, you know, and to uh, to push back sometimes. Like uh, I can accept that as a wrestling coach because it's never out of disrespect. I don't feel like it's just a kid that needs to push those boundaries sometimes and. Uh, we do a good job as a coaching staff, you know, allowing that to happen and, and getting him back on the right path. But, man, he started doing everything right, started really buying in and believing, and uh, it paid off for him. You know, he wrestled the perfect match that he needed to in the finals to win that. And uh, a kid that had a game plan to come in and try to shake our head up, which could have went, went sour for us, you know, um, just if we weren't strong-minded and if we didn't do everything right. But we held true to it and uh, – it's just cool to see your training pay off. Like all the all the things that we preach to him. Like if you stay strong-minded, if you do these things right, if you don't let little things upset you in matches, you'll be a state champion. And then he did that, and then he was a state champion. You know, that's yeah. kind of where we hit on. Like when kids start seeing things in your program, like they start seeing practice, or they see your dreams and goals put into a practice, and then that turns into actual results. That's when your program can catch fire. You know, kids start seeing that. And uh, we kind of got that going in a lot of different programs here. Yeah. I just, you know, his progression through the year, and it's just uh, super impressed with him in the finals match. You know, uh, there was some pushing and shoving and, and some things and trying to get us rattled, trying to get us, you know, um, not thinking clearly uh, and worrying about extracurricular stuff instead of the match. and. And, and, you know, at times early on, he, he showed to let that kind of stuff bother him a little bit and just his ability to grow through the year to where in the state finals that wasn't, you know, that it didn't become an issue, you know. And and uh, he, he stayed calm. He stayed true to, to what he was trying to do in that match. And 
again, came out and won a tough, you know, state finals match against a return state placer. So, um, he, he's a special athlete, you know, and, and I think that that's what, as coaches, that we have to battle with him is is that when he walks in this room, he's one of the he's the best or one of the best guys in this room is to try to get him to realize he's not pushing to be the best in this room. He's pushing to be the best in every room in the state and, um, and so that he doesn't get complacent and continues to grow. Like there's been, what, 45, 46, four-time state champions. Yeah. You know, and he's – got that opportunity and so now we thought the work started with this first one and now it really starts because now it's can i go accomplish this and then to do that i got to win it as a sophomore so am i doing what i what i've got to do to continue to grow and improve because all those guys you beat are growing and improving and so are we keeping pace or are we pushing the pace on that to 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 stay where we're at at the top. I think that's that's the challenge going forward with him. Cody, you want to talk a little bit about next season? Man, I just I want to have like a really good like freestyle season. I want to have a good off season. You know, like last year, something I think that was really really good for us. And it, it's like we don't have to send kids to all these places. We don't have to go to a lot of camps. We don't need to go and and do all these national teams with every single kid like it doesn't have to do that for your program to catch fire but what you do need to do is you need to have a solid freestyle program and that's what i want for us like i want to be consistent two times a week three times a week whatever we're doing being in this room making sure kids are practicing and competing and just uh, getting better and that's not a problem usually like and, and i don't see it being a problem we're gonna have kids in here working and uh competing at all age levels which is cool about our freestyle practices too like there'll be seven-year-olds my boy will be in here all the way up to our kids that have already graduated you know that are going to college and wrestling and we'll have great great spring and summer and uh you know and uh then my mind kind of starts focusing on football like i go into spring football with coach bake and everybody else and then during the summer like i still do wrestling stuff we'll have our wrestling camps and uh We'll have uh, the battle in the Wichita is our outdoor tournament, but then I'm just, you know, summer pride. We're lifting weights and running, and most of my kids play football that are wrestling, and uh, that's something that I push really hard. I mean, of course, there I would like to say, and there was a point where, like, I had four or five kids in offseason wrestling, you know, and everybody played football, and that was just what we did. But as we've grown as a school, you know, I do have kids that come in and, like, they're just wrestlers, you know, that's all they want to do. They just want to wrestle. And I'm completely fine with that, you know, and uh, I give them an avenue and, and not to mention our girls team, like they're not out there playing football. So uh, we uh, will do some off season stuff with them, get them ready. But then, like I said, I'm in, in spring football, summer pride, doing that, getting ready for uh, August. We're hoping to have a good football season. Ritson's freaking good at that, too. You know, we have a lot of kids that are uh, in this wrestling room that are really, really good at uh, football and vice versa. You know, we have a lot of kids that are really, really good at football that are in this wrestling room, and uh, it pays off for both of our programs. And uh, it's like a relationship that, like, when I talk about being at Elgin and why I love being at Elgin and, like, what, what one of the reasons why I, this is my home and where I want to be is just because, like, the relationship we have as, as, a, as a staff and as, like, a school and a, through our administration and everybody, like, we're able to share athletes. We're able to get athletes into other sports. We're able to have athletes compete in freestyle throughout the spring and summer and then still go to football camp and still 
go to football weights every single morning, make sure they're making their commitments to football because football is different than wrestling when it comes to like team commitments. You know, you, you don't work out individually in football. You, there's a system you have to work on and like a code you have to buy into, into a football team, which is like a different, completely different coaching style. But, uh, you just, uh, I don't know. Good Baker could probably talk a little more on that. Uh, I, you know, tremendously, you know, defense coordinator, I, I, I want all my guys to, to, to wrestle. Um, all my football guys to wrestle. That's because I just believe the correlation in, in what you get uh, from wrestling uh, transfers over. And you look at talk about we got a lot of yeah. Look, the leading tackler on the football team is a wrestler. The second leading tackler on the football team is a wrestler. The guy that led the team in sacks and tackles for losses is a wrestler. The guy's the starting safety is a wrestler. You know, all those guys, you know, it, it correlates. You know, um, I think the the lessons that you that you learn uh, in this wrestling room correlating to football tremendous. Uh, just from even just a, a mental toughness aspect. You know, on a football team, you walk out there, something happens, there's 10 other guys out there with you. On a wrestling mat, you walk out there, you get beat, you you, you get, you know, you get rolled up. It's just you. There's no one to point a finger at. There's no one to look. And I think that they the wrestlers carry that over into football too, and it becomes just a better team aspect. And, and then I think, you know, football correlates back to that with wrestling as far as like when you look at our run through dual state, just the closeness and the tightness of, of that team, yeah, you know. That's a good uh, correlation. That, that, I mean, everybody was up on their feet cheering for everybody, and everybody was, like, invested uh, in everybody's match. And I, I think that's huge. And, um, you know, we're not even talking about the aspects that you – that the, the physical aspects that correlate between the two, just mentally. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, I'm loving it and can't wait to – you know, get these guys back out in football too, and, and watch them grow there, and, and get ready to go. You know, do it again in wrestling. I mean, it's it's tremendous. It's a grind. It's August to yeah. It's August to, to now for all these guys, and and uh, and, and the same for us. And and so, uh, but uh, man, it's, it was it was a fun grind. It was a yeah, fun ride. It's sure. worth it, man. It's, yeah. That's a. That's something, like I said, I value here, and like I appreciate, like our defense coordinator is in here grinding with me. You know, like I said, we're we're pretty much year round on this grind. You know, we we go from one thing to another. We have a little downtime here or there, but like, I mean, as we sit here talking, we got kids coming in here rolling on a day that we ain't got no practice. You know, and they're just in here doing that on their own, like trying to get better. And us as coaches, you know, we're kind of chomping at the bit now too like football them dudes are ready down there they're ready to get to practice they saw like the success we have you know and uh that just catches fire i remember like at the end of football season like being disappointed with the way things finished but like there was a fire in me i was like dude we had a good football season i need to i need to step it up and have a great you know wrestling season and like the kids buy into that they catch on to that and i just like as a school that's a good thing to start off yeah. and like it's personally great for me and it's a great investment for me when i'm investing all my time into football for us to start out with a great football season because that starts off your whole season like your whole year on fire and leads one thing into another i'm fine getting my football guys late as we need to i'll take them after the first year you know to win a state championship and in, in football like i mean that as a wrestling coach i, I really do you know like we, we can adjust to whatever we need to do 
if we're out there winning. Like that, those are good problems to have. I think that's something too that that we still have. Like yeah, we we've hit five A, but we're still kind of a little small school mentality on things. And and I want as a coach, you know, uh, coach football, coach wrestling. I, I want to go win theirs too, but I want. Want those guys that are my guys in football, my guys in wrestling to go win the state championship in baseball. Yeah, you know those guys in football that go to basketball. I want them to go. I want them to go win in basketball. I want you know everything that we do here uh, to be successful. And you know, and I want to share athletes. I want I want multi I want multi sport athletes. You know, uh, no matter what I do, because those guys are competing all the time. I, I don't care. And I and they're going to get their weight class and they're going to get all that. But I want my guys to go compete. And it's a different level and it's a different mentality of competing with each sport you go to. Like it's different your mentality you gotta approach football with as opposed to wrestling. But that that you know, just going to compete, learn to compete, uh, trying to win at everything you do. I mean, I, I think that breeds into a school it can reap benefits beyond athletics, you know, you know, for these young men. So yeah, it's huge. Absolutely. And- as coaches, like we've, my bad, but like last thing, like we've done a good job, and as I can say this as a whole, like as our Elgin coaching staff, the guys that I work with, like directly, I know at least, do a good job of adapting to kids and doing what we need to to uh, <clears throat> to, to keep kids out. I mean, not to uh, not to like baby your program or to let, leave kids that don't need to be, but to keep kids in the program that need to be and to uh, adapt to kids' needs for whatever sport you're coaching. You know, football is different than your wrestling coaching like we talked about and vice versa. We support them. And, and I talked about earlier, loving on athletes that aren't your athletes, you know, necessarily. You know, I'm supporting kids that just play basketball. If you're just a golfer, if you're in band, like I want you, if you're in the choir, I want us to be the best freaking choir, you know. If that's Elgin on it, we want to be good. Yeah. Cody, earlier you told the uh, – you told the, the the team something that you told your son after he won the state championship. What was that? Back to work. <laughs> yeah, back to work. I mean, and like I meant it with him, like because like I want him to, I want it Waylon to like celebrate that, and I want him to be happy about his state championship. But like by no means like that like little league state championship. Like I don't want that to be like a, a top goal, you know, because it's not like I want him just to want to get better. Get better at wrestling and like he told me something really cool and i just took him home like 30 minutes ago because he went to the ncaa's this weekend he said dad i want to be an ncaa champ I said all right then son <laughs> i was like oh. i want to jump out the car i was ready to run and like start training right there but like that was cool to hear you know like he uh he went and saw that and like kind of saw a bigger goal and uh yeah next year he'll want to try to go win another youth state championship but if he doesn't like he saw Spencer Lee lose this year. He saw some kids lose that have won before, mm-hmm. and how not necessarily Spencer Lee. That wasn't great the way he came back and didn't wrestle. But like he's he saw kids that like have lost before, like come back and have success in the finals. You know, and uh, there are several examples I won't get into, but just like how the progression of the sport goes. You know, if you if you saw anything this year, like there were two and three and. And, and multiple time champions, repeat champions that didn't win championships yeah. this year. Like, uh, there's always going to be a young gun coming up and aiming for you. And you don't necessarily see that at like the youth age because like maturity doesn't like 
allow that to happen, you know, just because you're always, if you're bigger, you're older, you're punking on the kid a little bit young or younger than you. And even into high school, like that works, like 18 year olds are usually punking on your 14 year old kids, you know, Mm -hmm. but college kind of evens that out a little bit. Once you get above 18, 19, everybody's maturity level kind of, kind of levels out like under 30, you know, so you start seeing an even playing field. So like, I'm trying to teach him that a little bit like the age thing doesn't matter you know the gap doesn't matter just the improvement is kind of what's important you know so i was kind of bringing up kids and stuff just you know um that's the great thing about hearing the people i work with, like with coach Raul and even over there just having my son and you know my youngest son uh, he's not great at anything right now, but just having him around it and and being interested and watching, we have such great kids right now um, that that I, I loved having him around there. You know, at state tournament, I got you know uh, he sat up there and and uh, watched Colin lose you know his semifinal match and was devastated. And then uh, I got to bring him, you know got to bring him down, let him sit in the corner and watch Colin wrestle in the consoles and and you know, that was. A huge thing for him. It's just something to test with the people we work with here. Uh, you know, just being able to do that and, and feeling good about having your own kids around and, and in your program or in the programs here. I, I think it's just something that, that our head coaches at, at, at this school do this great job with, with our youth and, you know, the kids are kind of, you know, that we give up a lot with our own kids to do this so being able to have that benefit i think is huge yeah that's what's awesome about our school man like I, I i love like still the small like my son goes to school you know literally you know 20 yards from where i teach mm-hmm. every day you know same coach bake like it's a that's an awesome aspect of our school administration's great on that you know like they're good with letting us be involved with our youth and uh and uh just us as coaching staff and as like we just we try to make time to be involved with our youth sports and uh, having kids involved in, like in there helps out a lot. But like we have a lot of people that don't have kids involved that are still, you know, in, involved in our youth programs and they try to give back. And that's not just like adults. We have a lot of kids that come back and uh, Coach Bake spoke on that a little bit. Like you should see what some of the kids do for our kids. Like mm-hmm. not not just Coach. I know Coach Bake with his like with my kids. Like they. Like their birthdays, they're getting them Pokemon cards. You know, they're coming to watch my kids wrestle. They are, uh, you know, coming to my kids' stuff at school, asking my kids how their day is. Like that's the type of stuff that's invaluable. Like it's it, like the value of that, I can't describe to you. You know, so like that's the type of thing that keeps me like loving this school, wants to invest in this school, and want to like re-energizes me as a coach when you see that you know like that makes me want to get up and go to work every day because like you see your kids getting that love back from what you put into it you know yeah that's one thing that you really opened my eyes to these past couple years is not only you know teaching the kids you know you know the the fundamentals of wrestling but showing them why you know little league kids bring them to the high school dual tournaments you know showing them why what they get what they have to look forward to you know coming up yeah, that's cool. Like, I mean, it was really cool. Like, I remember back to dual state, like seeing a bunch of kids in the stands yeah. that were youth wrestlers, mm-hmm. but then some that were like not even like wrestlers, like like kids that just came because it was cool to come watch Elgin wrestling, like do something big. And uh, that's like, like I said, I, I know our youth like going in the right way when that's where they're coming. That's mm-hmm. what they're coming to do. And like, 
some advice to like youth programs like I, I would really give out and something we started doing a few years ago when you have a home duel don't have youth practice that night have your kids just come to that home duel like that is you'll get more value out of that than anything and uh that's cool just because like our kids have seen that progression and like your brody d who i feel like has been here for 50 freaking years mm -hmm. like the reasons why is because since he was in first grade he's been down there at them duels and like watching them and now that he's in seventh grade it's like brody's ready to go like seventh grade he's out there ripping heads off because he's been at them duels since he was in diapers breaking his arm making me want to pull my hair out and i think that's a testament to our kids too like you got a compliment yes our, our head coach rely on that to have them but that, that's our kids that they want to be around them like i've been at some places before in 18 years of coaching where i don't know that i want my kid hanging around yeah, yeah you know what yeah, i'm saying some yeah. of those guys are here man Shoot, my, my kids jumped in with one of our high school kids and went to his house and hung out. and uh, You know, that doesn't bother me. And that's a testament to, to, to the way our guys respond to those young guys. Not just our young guys watching them thinking they're awesome, which all, we know all the little kids do with the high school kids, but just the way our kids interact back with them is just it's, it's tremendous. Yeah, and, like, I hope, like, because I, when I see our kids inter interact back with like our youth and how they teach them wrestling I, I see the good qualities in them and they, they they speak to these kids like I try to speak to them when I'm teaching you know it's a little bit different like when I'm coaching them in the heat of action like mm -hmm. I'll say some things to these kids they don't need to be saying to these uh <laughs> these youth kids you know and they do a great job of like having that filter you know and mm -hmm. like I think that's something that we've taught them that's great like there's a time for intensity that me and, and Coach Bake and the rest of our staff get at these kids and talk to them the way they need to. Not saying we go in there and dog cuss them and degrade them and do these things that you shouldn't do to kids. But, like, we go in there and, like, we, we tell them things that need to be said and we, we speak the truth to them, you know, and they don't get offended and they respond back. And that's, uh, that's like, good for our program, you know. So any last words before we get off here, Coach? First, I want to be, like, very thankful to everybody that was involved this year, especially, like, our coaching staff. You know, I feel like I was able to mention everybody with, like, Coach Baker, Coach Strange, uh, you, Coach Bean, and Coach Jackson, um, Coach Falos, just uh, everybody that's, like, bled back into this program as far as, like, that junior high and high school staff. And then, like, our youth coaches that were involved and just uh, everybody that makes the day-to-day -day happen. And there's, like, our just – we had moms that were crucial that helped out, you know, in our junior high and high school. And uh, that, you know, a lot of times I didn't even have to say anything. Things were done. Food was bought. Things were taken care of that need to be taken care of. And, you know, we we're, were fortunate as a club. You know, I'm thankful for our wrestling club and just able to uh, be able to do things we're able to do for our program, you know, to have a community that supports us, not only just by uh, being there for us, but monetarily, you know, that gives to our program and um, our kids that work our wrestling tournaments, you know, that's where we raise a lot of our money, where we're able to have things for our kids, you know, during December. We, in January, we grind pretty hard. We run two tournaments in December, and then we run a tournament in January, which is just, you know, where we make our money and uh, where we're able to invest back into these kids and uh, hopefully send them places throughout the summer. You know, if kids want to go wrestle in Fargo and go wrestle in teams, we can sponsor them and do whatever we need to do. And uh, just want to keep kids involved, not only in that, but make sure in your other sports that – yeah, I don't know. Parents, stay involved with your kids just as much as you do any other sport.
it's important. Like if your kid's going to be in another sport, show that sport just as much respect. I feel like that's something that uh, we do a good job here as like a community doing that. It's just uh, it's always good just to make sure everybody's on board with that program. Amen. Yes, sir.